This is an interview done on my second episode with my interviewee, Frog. Hello, Frog. Welcome to the podcast. As you know, today I'll be interviewing you. Uh, Would you care to introduce yourself a bit to our audience? Hi there. Thanks for having me. My name is Frog. I'm 12 years old. And I am biracial. Half black, half white. All right. And my dad's and mom's side, respectively. Mm. Now... Do you think that you have a part in the Black Lives Matter movement? If so, how? Um, I think we all have a part in it, regardless of how big or small it is. Like, we're not all congressmen or presidents. We can't really directly change laws, but we can, of course, raise awareness and educate others on the situation. I completely agree. Yeah, we all do have a part in this, and uh, we all can make a difference. Uh, see, I'm, I'm, I myself am doing a podcast uh, too. Um, now, do you think it's important for the government and justice system to acknowledge our problems? I mean, it's not a justice system if it doesn't. Mm. The whole point that the just the American justice system was based around is that you have a right to a fair trial and even the worst criminal murderer has the right to an attorney and a fair trial. You have a point there. How can you, yourself, and everyone else support the movement? Like I said in the first question, like podcasts like this, educating other people, even if you're too young to vote, you can still raise awareness to different causes. Have you ever been a victim of racial like injustice or prejudice before? And when mm-hmm. and how? I think I'm lucky enough to surround myself with a group of people that's very kind. I mean, of course, we have everyday kind of little microaggressions, like, I'm not, you know, I don't maybe know. So, maybe someone would be a bit biased. Uh, true, true. All right. And do you oh, support the protest and why? Um, I support them. Well, at least I support peaceful and nonviolent protests. I mean, I understand violent protests and the reason of them. In this their situation, I would be angry too, and I am angry too. I could see why they would resort to violence when nothing else is working. Hmm. But I, and... su- I'm like this for the peaceful protests. And but I'm not saying like, oh, candle loss. Mm, that makes sense. I just mean something that not using violence to get your message across. I mean, still being assertive, like to chanting. Or, couldn't uh, you kind of confront really the truth, um, but yeah. maybe in a less uh, controlled manner. Um, and finally. When did you first become aware of racism, uh, and how did it affect you when you learned about it? My parents, thankfully, didn't really shelter me from it. I mean, they introduced it to me from a very young age, like, I don't, I'd say about five or six. Like, of course, it was sugar-coated since I was just a little toddler, but a lot of parents won't even tell their children until maybe they're my age or so. Hmm. Yeah, I th- I think that parents and guardians should really be honest to their children about the difficulties. Maybe not uh, very, very young, 
but um you know around the age of maybe four to five where they are gaining scientifically more self-awareness and uh um maybe more say uh kind of uh, developing uh, to be more aware of, you know, uh, gender differences and uh, racial differences. And I think that's really the time that uh, parents and guardians should really introduce the uh, topic of racism or maybe racial injustice to their children. And I think it's good that they know um, that they can be safe uh, in their certain environment and how to deal with it if it ever comes up. Yeah. You make a good point. I couldn't, it, I couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Well, uh, that concludes it for today, Frog. Thank you very much for coming again, and uh, I hope I'm you have there. a good day. Thank you. Bye.